It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And we're the insiders. And this week, we're getting excited about the fact that we're getting to the key moments in the state budget process. The Republicans are traveling around the state, taking input on the budget, getting some sense of where the voters are and how they're going to reshape the budget. And the governor and his team are watching closely to figure out how they're going to play their cards. So, Chuck, how do you see this state budget turning out? Well, you know, Scott and I both went through a number of budgets. And... uh, Every so often you do get something, but these roadshows are really more for show than they are for substance. The Republicans already signaled what they want to do with the budget. Uh, this is a very different budget, though, than past than the last budget that the Republicans had with Governor Evers. And the difference is there's $3.2 billion, which has come in from the federal government, which the governor has total control on spending. The Republicans are going to try to um, uh, put uh, provisions in this budget which spend that money or force the governor to spend that money. But it's a very different dynamic this time. That $3.2 billion is available for governors. And I think if the Republicans push too hard here, they face the prospect of where he could veto the entire budget, or he could do certain line item vetoes here and be more effective in getting his agenda adopted, especially with $3.2 billion that he can allocate on his own. I think the dynamics here are, I think the combination of the of what would you call it, just kind of the overwhelming majorities that the Republicans have had and the security that they've had and the, you know, kind of the the overconfidence that they may have in that regard may catch up with them in this budget. I think they'll feel that they can kind of run roughshod as they have tried to do in the past. And I think that that may not work. And I also think that they face a much bigger challenge this time with uh, people in the state realizing that they are, the Republicans are consistently saying they are going to leave $1.3 billion at the national level on healthcare money that will not be taken into Wisconsin. That could be spent on all sorts of things, including, if nothing else, paying down debt that we have. I think that's something that could come back to haunt them in the election. So I think this is a very different budget, very different numbers that are out there. And it'll be interesting to see whether the same tactic that they used last time, which they seem destined to want to use, will work for them. Well, Chuck, I, I'm going to agree with you here that the dynamics are completely different this time around. If the dynamics favored the Republicans two years ago, I think this time the dynamics favor the governor uh, in this process. And the federal money is the difference with regards to all that. So whereas before, um, I think the governor ended up at the right decision, though I, having told two years ago all the Democrats to vote against the Republican budget, then he signed it. Um, I think this time it will be very, very different. Um, the Republicans will be able to win on a couple of issues. Um, they'll be able to make sure there's no tax increases in the budget. The governor can't veto in a tax increase. Um, they will make sure that the governor's medic- proposed Medicaid expansion doesn't happen because that has to be in the document for the governor to play with it. Uh, the same with true with uh, marijuana um, uh, legalization, all those sorts of things in the governor's budget he can't touch because he can only play with the language that the legislature sends him in the budget. But once he gets that, I think the governor's smart move here is to go through the budget agency by agency. If he likes what he sees, sign it. If he doesn't like what he sees from the Republicans, veto it and use this pot of federal money he has off to the side 
to make the decisions he likes to make because he does have great discretion over how to spend that federal money. And I think he'll spend a lot of that in the areas that he's going to want to run for re-election on, uh, healthcare and education probably being near the tops in that, and probably infrastructure over uh, at the Department of Transportation. So I expect the governor this time to play his cards much more subtly um, than last time, uh, that a lot more um, use of the veto pen to rewrite the budget and then fill in uh, with the federal money wherever he can. And he's going to essentially use that federal money um, uh, as part of his reelection strategy. That's going to be his first campaign account, really, is the federal money helping him achieve things that the Republican legislature isn't going to give him in this budget. Scott, I, don't, I think there's a lot of agreement between us. I have just one question for you. How can the Republican legislature get away with turning down $1.3 billion from the federal government that does not cost our taxpayers a penny, and which is fungible money, which could actually be used for almost anything that we want in this state, including tax cuts, paying down debt, education, health care. How can they get away with not taking that other than to use the phrase that you and Robin Voss insist on using, the Medicaid money, which of course taints it, when 40 some other states will probably end up taking this money? How can the Republicans get away with that? How can they whistle past the graveyard and think that that won't bite them in the butt in the next election? Well, if because uh, you keep saying that every election, it has never bitten them in the butt on it. I mean, uh, honestly, but it was only 300 million last time. Now we're talking so about almost did. four times that. So, yeah, we're, we're now this would be the fourth election cycle. Right. Um, since the Obamacare was adopted, maybe the fifth, this has not been a, a loser for Republicans, in part because what they have done is they have actually increased spending on health care. They just have used state funds for that. And we have a good program here in Wisconsin. I think they will look at other ways in which they can uh, play with federal money um, in order to make it easier for them to pass a tax cut. Uh, as you suggested, and I think the governor will sign that tax cut, by the way, and, and run on it. Uh, he'll, he'll go out there and say he cut taxes, despite the fact that he's proposed tax increases in every budget he's had. So they don't need to do it. They haven't had to do it electorally. They don't need to do it fiscally in order to put together a good conservative budget and to deliver a tax cut. So they won't. I think the bottom line here is there's no way you could justify it. If the citizens of the state knew it, they would kill them. But fortunately, because the Republicans are able to describe it as Medicaid, which Republicans then have everybody feeling, oh, that's poor people. It won't help us. If they knew what could happen with this, people would kill them on it. The only reason they're not doing it is they're not seeing in the polling. What they're not what they're not understanding is that someone could educate the public during the election process and they could be in deep trouble with this. Let's or see if it happens. But Scott's bet is that it won't. Or maybe the voters are actually pretty smart and know what they're doing. Turning no. down a billion three from the feds? I don't think so. I think they're smart enough to see through it. We'll see All you right. next week. See ya. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. <laughs>